0: Hi there, this is Brian Barnett with The Last Symptom. When I started The Last Symptom, I never in a million years imagined it would grow as it has. In these early shows especially, audio quality was often iffy and there were references to services or online groups that are outdated and no longer in use. Great improvements have been made. Where should you go for all of the most up-to-date resources that I offer? TheLastSymptom.com is my permanent website full of free resources where everything is always up-to-date and that I encourage you to refer back to often. There are also a few modest paid resources at TheLastSymptom.com. These support my efforts and have allowed The Last Symptom to exist for as long as it has. These include one-on-one phone conversations with me, one-on-one Zoom video calls with me, and perhaps most importantly, The Last Symptom Fundamentals Course, which is a two-week, intensive, pre-recorded online video course that is far superior to things like DBT. The Last Symptom has a flourishing YouTube and Rumble channel where I publish regular orange slices which are condensed video insights of 5 or 10 minutes in length. If you are just now discovering the last symptom, welcome. I hope you will find every insight and resource you need here for authentic and permanent recovery from emotional disorders, such as borderline personality disorder. Now on to the show. I hope you enjoy. Brian Barnett is just a regular guy. He's not a doctor. He has no legal license in any field of mental health, nor emotional health. Brian Barnett merely shares the insights he has gained from his personal experiences for anybody who may choose to use such information as they individually and personally choose while accepting full responsibility for their own individual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Brian Barnett assumes no responsibility whatsoever for anybody's individual choice to expose himself or herself to any information that Brian Barnett shares, and by listening to this program, you are acknowledging that you and only you are responsible for your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Happy Thursday, everybody. This is Brian Barnett, and here we are again. I'm going to let you in on a little secret here and get close. It's not Saturday, But I'm trying to do some of these recordings and get some things up on the podcast so that we can get this baby moving along and get it uh, submitted to iTunes and Spotify and that sort of thing. So with that in mind, I thought what we'd talk about today is motivation as it relates to recovery from borderline personality disorder. And if you're like me, you go through spells of really watching your calories <laughs> and trying to stay fit. I also go through spells of eating whatever I want until it gets to a point where I realize, uh-oh, I've got to clamp down on this. Pants aren't buttoning up as easily as they used to. But anyway, if you've got any experience dieting, and if you've ever had any measure of success doing it, you know how it works. For the first two or three months, at least... You're working on faith alone. Isn't that true? For the first two or three months, especially the first month and second month, you're working on faith. Not blind faith, but faith founded on logic and rationale. See, you know logically that if you consume fewer calories... Than what you burn, if you are burning more calories than what you're consuming, eventually you will begin to to lose weight. There's simply no other possibility to it. It will happen. It has to. I'm a Spanish interpreter in the hospital, and I interpret for a lot of patients who go in for the bariatric surgery. And so I've had these discussions with the doctors who perform this surgery. Do you know what bariatric surgery is? Do you know how it works? When you boil everything away from bariatric surgery and you're left with the fundamentals of what makes bariatric surgery work, it is forcing the patient to burn more calories than they consume. That's really as simple as it is. You're taking away choice from them by giving them a stomach that is smaller. They have no choice but to consume fewer calories than they burn every day. That's how it works. It's simple math, and I suck at math, but even I understand the principles involved there. So, you know this logically going in when you uh, try to diet that if you consume fewer calories than you burn, that you will begin to lose weight. And yet, those first two or three months require, by far, the most effort. Almost unimaginable effort. Because at the beginning, during those first couple months, you're going to be putting in an incredible Herculean effort and seeing almost zero visible results as a reward. Think about all the self-control and inner strength it requires. And then for two months, you have to maintain that because there's going to be little to no rewards. People you meet on the street are probably not even going to know that you've been dieting for a month or two months or maybe three months. They're not going to perceive any change. But people do it all the time. There are people who are doing it today. Why and how are people able to muster up the inner fortitude necessary to make it through those first two or three months? Very simply, the reward is in what they know will occur, logically. The reward is in what they know has to occur, as a natural result of their effort. They look forward, you see, to the, f- to the future reward, and they can picture it almost as if they were holding it right in their hand today, now. And recovery from borderline personality disorder was like this for me. I was in deep depression for years while I was doing the inner work necessary to recover. And I used a couple of things to motivate me. First of all, I recognized that time was going to pass no matter what. Now, maybe this doesn't seem like a huge aha point to you, but for me it was. The time was going to pass no matter what. No matter what, time was going to roll on. So I could either make it productive time or non-productive time. You see, the man who builds his dream home doesn't go out and find the perfect plot of land and then get to sleep in his finished house that very night. No, he has to start somewhere, and time has to lapse. The time is going to roll on no matter what. So in six months or a year, he can either still be fretting about how long building a house takes... Or, at the end of that time, he can be living in his new dream home. He has to revel in his patience, you see? All this time, he goes to bed at night with images of his dream home dancing around in his head. The time must lapse in order for the house to take shape. But in the meantime, the guy gets to enjoy living off the hope and the dreams of what his future efforts are going to produce. My other sources of motivation and enthusiasm despite the dragging weight of depression I had on my back was just like in the case of dieting was knowing that if I figured out all the mysteries of my disorder if I made all the mental connections and solved the big riddle that I would Eventually, see the results. In fact, I often thought about it like a diet. I reminded myself that whether or not I could perceive the benefits, the benefits were occurring nonetheless. They had to be occurring because my understanding was blooming more and more every day. You see, every week and every year, I knew more about what was going on with me and what was causing it and how to get rid of it. Then I did the day, the week, and the year before. One of the other motivations was having a clear, strong image in my head of what I might look like as a person in the future when the results kicked in. When the benefits of all my hard work started to become visible and perceivable. I went to bed at nights with these images dancing about in my head. Incidentally, this is a The same type of motivation I used to master Spanish, the Spanish language in my early 20s. I remember I literally used to stand in front of a mirror, uh, imagining myself off in some future, rattling off conversations in Spanish with total ease. And I would imagine that guy in the mirror enjoying the benefits and the type of life that he was going to enjoy. I'd look at him, imagining him talking in perfect, beautiful Spanish. It just flowing out of his mouth how enriched his life was going to be with that acquired ability. And then I'd go back to stumbling and stammering over my words and not being able to remember vocabulary, you know, to real life, to the, the hard work that I had to put in if I was ever going to see that person become a reality, if I was ever going to be that person. But I didn't dwell on the stumbling, the stammering, the burden of mastering that skill. Instead, what I dwelled on was the imaginary future benefits that that burdensome effort was going to produce in time. And now here I am, you see, time rolled on, and I could either be sitting here now, still wallowing in how much work learning uh, another language requires, but I'm not. Instead, I am the person I used to imagine in the mirror. Now I speak fluent Spanish. I've been speaking fluent Spanish for uh, twenty two years now and it has uh, affected everything in my life I've made an entire career of it. My daughter is Honduran American she speaks fluent Spanish she's three years old speaks fluent Spanish because that's all I talk to her in and all her mom talks to her in and then she goes to the playground and she learns her English <laughs> that's how that works the effects ...of that young man's decision and his effort and hard work have created the life that I live now. So dreaming, hoping, imagining is a powerful motivator. You see, because just like the person who starts a diet, when your dreams, hopes, and imagery that you fuel yourself with are based on rational, realistic things on what you rationally know will happen and must happen because it's a matter of simple cause and effect, then your dreams are built on substance, on genuine, realistic hope. So I did deal with depression, and depression sucks the enthusiasm and motivation right out of you. By fixing borderline personality disorder at the root, you're going to see all these things dissipate, the depression, the sluggishness, the lack of motivation. So you hang in there, find your motivation, start standing in front of the mirror if you have to, and imagining the guy or the girl that you're going to be. Then do the work necessary to get there. Use this practical motivation and effort to fight against the other guy. Or girl Who is also living inside of you Do you know who that person is That's the defeatist You see the defeatist Do you know that His or her picture of the future Is just as true As the optimists But only one of those people Are going to see Their idea of the future Become reality folks thanks for listening that's all i got for now and uh i'm going to move on to the next podcast and get that published have a good day thanks for listening